Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Sports Grid Radio Network. Pro football full circle. Big opportunity for Matt Jones this week. I mean, everybody get all... There it is. Look, our entire team has, has opportunities every day, uh, all the way through the weekends, the Giants in the game. I hope we can all take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, I mean, it's all hard. This has been going on so long. You know, it was asked earlier, what was my emotions? It's like you just expect it and you, you deal with it. I don't, you know, uh, it's it's the world we're in, and I'm not going to let it get me down. You know, I wish, I wish we weren't having to do this. I'm sure you guys wish we weren't either. It's the way it is, and... You know, we'll deal with it now, and we'll continue to deal with it, you know, as we move forward in the season. Oh, we are another step closer to the 2021 season right here on Pro Football Full Circle. Joe Lisi and George Kurtz right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204, taking you around the world of the NFL. A lot to get to today. You heard the Tennessee Titans come out and put Ryan Tannehill on the COVID list. He did test positive this week. A lot of news circulating the quarterback situation with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Cam Newton back at practice, but reports are surfacing, George, that Mac Jones did win that job. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show, but I do want to lead off with your Dallas Cowboys. I did read a rumor here in the fact that would the Cowboys be in the market to deal their linebacker Jalen Smith now that Micah Parsons is here? Would that be a benefit to this team, especially when you look at depth issues on the defensive side of the ball last season and now entering 2021? What's the problem, right? Uh, I guess for the Cowboys, uh, they just re-signed him to a big contract. Uh, during the offseason, his contract was up. Uh, it lets you know Dallas really never planned on drafting a top linebacker. Ne- no matter what Jerry Jones tell you, tells you, they did not plan on drafting Micah Parsons. They took Parsons because the top two cornerbacks were taken right before them. Right, so they had no choice. They uh, went with the next best defensive player, and that was the linebacker. Uh, now, listen, this is not a knock on Parsons at all. He looks great. He's playing great. Uh, extremely fast here. Uh, but, like I said, he wasn't really in their plans to draft. So would they trade Smith? Sure. But what what are you getting here? 60 cents on a dollar? This is why teams would come to you. A, Smith hasn't played well. He didn't look all that great in camp either, by the way. He's not the starter anymore, or he's not a starter. He's not expected to start among the top three as far as middle, weak, and outside linebacker. So, um, yeah, I guess to answer your question, sure they would, but they wouldn't great any, uh, get anything great for it. You know, it would be some kind of uh, bounty they'd get. And then you also got to look at the cap uh, hit in. And what, what would be uh, what would happen? Like I said he just signed a long-term deal. It wasn't a massive contract, but it was still a deal here. And uh, I'll look it up for you now what the cap hit would be here. But to answer your question, yes, they would certainly look into it. 
Well, I think I think you have to look a little bit deeper that they drafted Jalen Smith to be a, a defensive presence, right? To play with that intensity, and that's what he did in the early part of his career. Now, he suffered some injuries, has been banged up. We know about the issues at Notre Dame, but that being aside, you have a player in Michael Parsons that is just a world beater right now. He is a physical specimen. Let's let's talk about what it really is, just factual, right? He's 6'3", goes about 235 pounds, played as a, a running back in high school, moved to Penn State, one of the most dominant defensive players in the Big Ten, reminds me of a Lamar, LeVar Arrington type of player, right? Runs a 4-3-9, so if Micah Parsons is that player, and you couldn't get that with Jalen Smith, why not cut ties now, just the way we saw Las Vegas do with Khalil Mack, whether you believe it was the right thing or the wrong thing to do, you really have to strike while the iron's hot, and with Parsons playing well, well in the preseason, right? We talked about him being the highest ranked rookie linebacker according to PFF in terms of their college rankings, right? Since 2015. So if you see that right here, right now, why not solidify your team in a, in a, in a better position before the start of the season? You're saying in a perfect world, though. Well, what do you think the Cowboys get for him? Give, uh, give me a realistic return for him. Well, put it this way. If you got a fifth and a sixth round for Sony Michelle that I still like, but you got a fifth and a sixth rounder for Sony Michelle. Why can't you get a three or a four for Jalen Smith at this point? You could get a three, I think, solid. There are teams that are in need of a linebacker. He's still a productive player, even though he might not be a potential starter. I, I'm, I don't think you'll get a one or a two. I'm not asking that, but a three, a four, that could solidify your team in, in, in drafts to come. I don't think you can get a three. Uh, you might maybe with conditions you can. Uh, I'll say that with conditions maybe you can get a three. I think four is more realistic. And then if you're the Cowboys, you ask yourself this: now the dead cap is not terrible next year. Uh, six point, almost seven million is what it comes down to. So it's not terrible at all. <coughs> so I might ask you this: is that trading Jalen Smith for a fourth round pick? Fourth round pick, you know, hey, hey, you could hit on it. You probably not. Is that worth losing the depth with Jalen Smith? And I would well, probably say no, it's not. I would probably keep Jalen Smith under you. This scenario, just a, just a fourth, maybe a third. Unless that third is really achievable, I'm probably keeping him for depth purposes along at linebacker for the Cowboys. Well, linebacker's been a need, right? I, I mean, Sean Lee dealt with injuries his entire career, right? Van Der Esch dealt with injuries. Jalen Smith dealt with injuries. It's, it's, it's just like this team cannot get over the injury bug, right? And when you look at Dak Prescott on the offensive side of the ball, you know, this is still a concern right now. We don't know how strong that sh shoulder is going to be. That's something that we need to address. When we come back, we'll be talking about Dak. We'll also be talking about that situation in New England, Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. To Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Back on Pro Football Full Circle, ripping through the NFL news. Dak Prescott did practice with the team today. The first time since July 27th, he looked really good, according to reports. Completed 11 of 12 passes. George, I mean, they're inching him back slowly. He met with Mike McCarthy. The plan is to just work him slowly. He's not going to play this weekend in terms of the preseason action. They're going to get him ready for that opening week in Tampa. They are a seven-point underdog right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. We mentioned the shoulder. He's been off for about 30 days now, but you still have to be concerned, I think, obviously. First practice back, you don't want him winging it, and then all of a sudden over-exceeding you know, the arm strength, and then you have a situation again entering week one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Of course you have to be concerned. All right, uh, anybody says they're not concerned is crazy, right? Dallas obviously uh, downplayed this from the beginning. It was uh, much more serious than they let on. That being said, he's got two weeks. He's got two weeks. So if he's practicing now, he should be up and fine by then. He was never going to play uh, this preseason. Dallas doesn't do that generally. So that's not too much of a surprise. I mean, maybe if he was completely healthy, he plays a little bit less week in week two. But he certainly wouldn't be playing in week three. So uh, the optimistic viewpoint, okay, it's, uh, it's beyond him. He, uh, he should be good to go, two weeks to get ready. The negative viewpoint is that this is not going away all year, that he'll miss practice during the season as well during the week. You know, he'll maybe get a, that one day off, that it could be re-injured on a hit. We haven't heard it. Can it, be, can it be re-injured on a hit, or is this more of a repetitive injury from throwing? It's a strain. It's supposedly a strain in the right shoulder, and I know we'll have Dr. Chow on throughout the year on the network. Maybe we can get an update. But the, the bigger question for me is we know their win total is nine and a half, right? We're in agreement that in order for that team to, to really get to that total, 10 and 7 overall, they need him to be healthy. If he does injure it throughout the year, does the game plan change? Because FanDuel sets his numbers pretty high. I mean, basically, you have to really get close to 5,000 yards, 47.75 and a half. Now, it's juiced to the under for Dak Prescott at minus 130 on FanDuel, plus 102 to the over. But that, that is still a high number for him when you just consider the injury. You consider players like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers have significantly lower totals entering the season. I mean, that is a concern if you're going to bank on this over for the Dallas Cowboys offense this year. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, I, I'm leaning towards the unders in a lot of these things because, A, Dak is already banged up, right? Already banged up. So that's a negative. You know, their schedule is not easy. They're playing uh, the, you know, the easiest teams on the planet, so that's a problem. I think the defense is better, so they won't need them to throw you know, 44, uh, 45 times a game here. So I think that's a negative as far as the uh, passing yards. Uh, that being said, if he stays healthy, 
He probably does it. If he plays 17 games, I think he does it. Uh, he was on pace of, what, 7,000 when he got hurt last year? Now, that was never going to happen. 7,000. If he threw for 7,000, he would be the NFL MVP hands down, 7,000. <laughs> yes, he would be. Yes, I he mean, would. He's not going to throw it. Listen, if he plays 17, he's not throwing uh, 7,000, but he is throwing 5,000. If he uh, plays 17. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys offense, Mark Hoffman likes to throw the ball. It's built with uh, Cooper, Gallup, Lamb, the tight ends. You know, the offensive line's healthy. Uh, even Elliott's got to catch the ball well out of the backfield. It's built to throw. It's built to throw the football. So, uh, you know, they play indoors for the most part on a fast track. So, everything says it's, uh, he's going to do it. My problem is, I just don't know he's going to be healthy enough to do it for 17. And keep in mind, I believe also... And what this is reading, uh, you know, when you listen to him and stuff like that, he's not vaccinated. You know, he's, the Cowboys have already had one problem, but you can see it now. They have a bunch of guys out with it. When Shock, if he gets it during the season, plays in Texas. Texas has problems. Uh, the reason I uh, don't believe he's vaccinated, he was flat out asked. And, he, you know, he sort of tiptoed around it. Oh, you know, that's really a privacy issue. Da, da, da. Usually when you hear that, it means you're not vaccinated. Well, let me ask you this in terms of, the, you know, you're a Cowboy fan, so... You want them to make the playoffs. But if you had a bet right now, knowing everything, Dak's shoulder, and he's back at practice, where this team is right here, right now, entering the final week of the preseason, yes or no in terms of the playoffs? Yes is minus 156 on on FanDuel, to the no is plus 128. Do you believe your team is a contender right here, right now? A contender for the playoffs? Yeah, I think they were the contender for the playoffs. I'll say yes to that. Will they make the playoffs? They play in the right division. If they were in the West, no. If they were in the North, no. Uh, they You're were giving the South, me a political maybe. answer. You can't do that. You have to. You have to pick one. We know you want them, and you feel that they're built to make the playoffs. But if you had to make a bet, yes or no, are you going to the yes right here, knowing everything you know right now? Are you pulling the trigger on the Cowboys? See, before you say things like that, you may want me. To finish what I was going to say, I was going to give an answer. If you want to give one word answer and go back to you, I can do that too. You know, that's not a problem. But you might want to let me finish before you criticize. You know, you get a little Gabe in you there. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, as for the Cowboys, I forget where I was when I was talking. But uh, do I think they're going to make playoffs? They're in the right division for it. Uh, they wouldn't make the playoffs in the North. They wouldn't make it in the uh, West. I think they'd have a damn good shot in the South. Once again, going for a wild card. They wouldn't compete with Tampa Bay. I think they will because there's no team that's uh, in the East that's better than them. Uh, generally, I'll go by the fact that, what, 18 years now, no team has won with division twice? I don't think the Giants can do it. So that knocks out the Washington football team and the Eagles are rebuilding. So give me the Cowboys to win the East. Well, I like them over their total at nine and a half. I do. I think it's going to be them and Washington as the two front runners. I'm not a buyer on Jalen Hurts and that offense this year. I'm not a buyer on Daniel Jones and the offensive consistency for the New York Giants. I think they go under their total. So I do feel it is a two-team race. Now, do you want to buy into the defensive side of the ball with the Washington football team in terms of that front seven? Rumors are that they're going with a five-man old Chicago Bear, but Buddy Ryan type of defensive front. Can you imagine that for for offenses and offensive linemen going up against that front seven with five defensive tackles and and, and edge rushers there? Uh, that's going to be difficult if they implement that in the early part of the season. That could be that, that defense the way the Miami Dolphins dialed it up against Jared Goff and the Rams last year. So that opportunistic type of defense in Washington, if that really peaks its head, you never know. Maybe Fitzpatrick can carry this team. 
I don't know if they're a playoff caliber team. I feel more confident with me being a 10-7 and overall team. I do feel Washington does steal the division. I think they could be an 11-win football team this season. Like I said, uh, I'm just going my past history. It's been uh, since, what, 2004 since the team has won uh, that division back-to-back years. So uh, I'm certainly hoping that keeps up this season. Uh, think about Fitzpatrick. Is, I know some people are in love with him. You know, his history tells you no. He doesn't lead teams to follow the playoffs. He, it's not what he does. You know, he's a, a caretaker, a guy, a one-year, two-year guy that he's gone. You know, for the, uh, the guy who has, a, I guess, a better overall upside, a franchise quarterback from a team here. So I, I don't know why he's in love with Fitzpatrick. Like, he's some great quarterback. It's funny how uh, people rewrite history when the numbers all tell you no, that he's not going to do this. I think what people are banking on here is that the defense is good to great, maybe the best in the NFL. And that Fitzpatrick, if he just plays – Turnover-free football can do more than what the than what they had last year, and I, I believe that is true. Although I think if I was them, I'd have gone with a more conservative quarterback or just given the job to Heineke. Well, I'll tell you what what I just saw. You know, over the last week, week and a half. Now, a lot of people have come out and and have bought into the Philadelphia Eagles. Right? They were at the start of the preseason, plus six hundred to win the division on Fanduel. They're down to plus four fifty now. And all things that we've seen, nothing has really changed with that team. Jalen Hurts hasn't practiced a lot. Uh, it didn't even play in the second preseason game. That's a huge line movement in terms of the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Washington at one point was uh, plus 270. They're only plus 260 now. And you're, you're Dallas Cowboys to win the division at plus 130. You feel confident about that in terms of those odds. They're going to give you a positive money, George. Yeah, I don't think Philadelphia. Listen, Philadelphia's got an interesting squad, but they're not built to win this season. We don't even know if Hurts is going to be that guy, you know. So I'm going to have my doubts about them. I think they did get screwed last year. They were up. Uh, them and the 49ers had so many injuries. I was like, somebody had a voodoo doll. Nope, you're not playing. Nope, you're not playing. Nope, you're not playing. Right? It was, it was just a strange year for them. 49ers was much worse, but uh, those were, in my mind were the top two teams that was getting screwed. Uh, so I don't think they're built to win this year. If I had to pick a, an order, Dallas. Washington, Giants, Philly, but it'll be somewhat close. It won't be. It won't be great. SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty-four-seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Ripping through the NFL, we were talking about the Dallas Cowboys, touched on the Washington football team. Want to talk about that situation in New England. Cam Newton out of practice due to COVID testing issues. He missed five days of practice, but a report surfaced last night, George, that had Mac Jones already implemented as the starter week one against my Miami Dolphins. Already they are a three-point favorite in that matchup on FanDuel. Want to get your take on this because I do feel that Mac Jones gives the team the best opportunity to win games. I thought Billichek and Josh McDaniels would at least give Cam Newton a month of the season. If they were two and two or sub five hundred, he might turn to Mac Jones. But this is this is an intriguing report. All the books uh, in Jersey and Vegas took bo- the quarterback situation off the board right now. How do you see this situation playing out? Newton back in practice this week has been basically mum on the situation. Yeah, I don't think Mac Jones has won the job yet. Uh, that being said, unfortunate timing for Cam that he had this uh, this issue with uh, with confusion, with whatever it is, where he can't practice for five days. I think he can come back to today, maybe tomorrow. I think he's back today. I think I, I think, think that's the today, situation. Yeah. So Mac Jones got. You know, the thing is, Mac Jones got every, all the attention, right? Everyone's going to watch him during that joint practice against the Giants yesterday, and he, he balled. He balled out. He was great. 35 of 40. 35 of 40. And it was widely reported that uh, you know, at the end of practice, you know, uh, Belichick came up to him and gave him a high five, low five, whatever you want to talk about, and that's not something Bill does. He just doesn't do that kind of thing. So that's why he uh, thinks he's, he won the job. And maybe he did, but, uh, you know, let's see now. Once again, you still have over two weeks now before their opener. Yeah, I think there's still time for Cam here. I'll say this again, though. And I would have agreed with you. I would have thought, okay, Cam gets a couple of games to see if he can, uh, you know, he's, if he's Cam of old again, or certainly better than last year, which is horrific. But Mac was always going to play. Always going to play. It was just a matter of when. Yeah, whether it was going to be week one, week four, week eight, it was always going to be that. Now, with all these uh, quarterbacks, we can name every one of them. They were always going to play at some point this year and play early. That's just the history that's going on with these Franchise quarterbacks drafted in the first round. But uh, I don't think it's over yet. But like I said, terrible timing for Cam. Uh, I know early, uh, it's been reported that Mac Jones, not as good today. You know, not horrific or anything like that. But so far, nowhere near as good as yesterday. But how good could we gauge this? It's practice, right? I mean, let's be honest. That threw three interceptions before the shoulder injury. We were talking about that about a month ago. It's practice. We understand that. I mean, how can we make an honest assessment? And I never buy into that. I mean, you could have a practice warrior, right, that goes down there. He completes 90% of his passes. You put him into the game, he throws five picks. I mean, at the end of the day, does practice really matter? We understand checking down, going through the reads, going through the progressions. But at the end of the day, even if you're you're practicing against other opponents, it's a different type of situation in, in games 
speed than it is practice. We know that. I mean, it, it's just a different animal. So if we're going to gauge these quarterbacks, we have to know, okay, what's the upside in Cam? What's the upside in Mac Jones? Which quarterback gives us the better opportunity to stress opposing defenses over the top? Because at the end of the day, you don't want a methodical offense. That's what handcuffed them last year, right? They could not throw the football down the field. They could not stretch defenses. So is it going to change with Cam Newton and, and these wide receivers right now? They have no speed on the outside, George. None. Once again, not gonna, I can't argue with you. I think uh, I said this to you one, I think the show on Tuesday. Say the same thing to the uh, Davis Maddock uh, yesterday. Is there a, t- a team in the NFL with worse skill position players than the Patriots? I mean, really, uh, maybe the uh, maybe the Texans could possibly be that. But is there a team with worse skill position players than the Patriots? Yeah, when we come back, we'll be talking about the other teams in the NFL. Keep it where it is. and go out and at least try to trade or why aren't they actively looking for a wide receiver a free agent guy that is a burner I mean a John Ross type of player I mean John Ross really hasn't lived up to NFL expectations but the guy runs a 4-3-40 can you get somebody there that can at least warrant double teams I think this is what at the end what's so uh, you know annoyed Tom Brady is that they, they never had that I uh, never got a Randy Morse again Right, they always went with the tight ends. Generally, had Gronk, had Angel Hernandez till he uh, did what he did. But they never had that top-flight wide receiver. And with Brady, you know, the goat, or certainly one of them, best quarterback of all time, you get away with that. He'll make the other players better. They don't have that anymore. Right, Cam Newton's not going to make a receiver better. I don't think he ever really has. Mac Jones maybe in time, but it's not going to be this year. Even if Jones starts on week one, he's not going to make anyone better this year. The running game is not nowhere near good to take the pressure off. You know, the tight ends are, they're good tight ends, Henry and Smith. But we're not talking, they don't have Kelsey and Kittle here. Well, oh my God, that's what's going to happen. They have good, solid tight ends. Maybe above average, but not great. And the right wide receiver core is just sad. I mean, it's just sad. You're right, they could use a Ross, you know, Deshaun Jackson, Cook, someone like that to blow a top off defense, to keep defenses honest. They just don't have it. This is a team that wants to play 80s, 90s football and try and win games 21-17, keep things close. You know, make sure every possession ends in a kick of some sort. You know, nothing wrong with a punt, nothing wrong with a field goal, uh, that sort of thing. Maybe it works. Maybe you don't, if you can make sure that Newton and Jones don't make that mistake in the fourth quarter, the other team does, you get the turnover, you can win games. But uh, I just don't see it. I don't think this is a playoff team. I think they're an under. Yeah, let me ask you this, though. No matter who plays quarterback, could any of them get to 3,000 yards? I I know that sounds crazy in today's NFL, but I mean... Realistically, I watched Mac Jones in that in that playoff game against the Eagles. Every throw he completed, right? He completed about 65% of his passes. It was short. They were checkdowns. They were three, four-yard hitches. They were you know, throws in the flat. I didn't see any deep throws vertically outside the hashes, seam routes, post patterns. So is Josh McDaniels holding everything for the regular season? Or is this just really what this offense is and they're going to go as is and hope that their quarterback just doesn't turn the football over? That's the biggest question mark for me is – 
is there an actual offensive game plan? Because that's what they had with Tom Brady. They can chameleon into any type of game plan that they wanted. They can't do that now. They can't open it up and go five wide with Mac. Who who were they going to throw it to? And I guess that's the bigger question. And when we look at Bill saying, hey, Bill, how come you haven't evolved after Tom has moved on? I mean, it's, it's the biggest question, right? Why? I, obviously, it's, his, it's their offensive philosophy not to pay those kind of players. For whatever reason, that's what it is. Uh, do I agree with it? I might have in the 80s and 90s. Sure, I don't agree with it now. You need those guys now. That's what the NFL is built for. Can't say this enough. The NFL wants 38, 35 games. That, they think that's what sells. That's what the American public wants. They want, not only do they want overs, but they want big time overs. We want points on the board. You know, we want to be uh, every game. That's why we'll, we'll, we think of every rule that's come down from the NFL. Every rule has been designed to put up more points. You know, you can't touch the receivers anymore. You know, off the line of scrimmage, you certainly can't tackle them hard in the secondary. Right, any kind of thing. It's targeting. He's going to get 15 yards. All right, even if it's ridiculous, you can't hit a receiver. The play is too fast. These guys aren't targeting anyone. They're trying to get the guy down. Sometimes you get a hard, a hard hit. The guy's up in the air when you're, uh, you make the hit, but he's coming down. So, yeah, he's going to get hit in the head. It happens. But, uh, you know... So, to answer your original question, by the way, can either one get the 3,000 yards? It's a legit question because will either one play 17? Will either one play 15? 13, 12? I mean, this could be a 12-5 split somewhere along that. 11-6, nothing would shock me here. Even if Mac Jones starts, I don't know if he's going to finish the season as the quarterback. That being said, if I had to guess, or if, I, if you want me to pick one to get over 3,000, I'll take Mac Jones because I just think he plays more. But uh, even him, like I said, Cam's going to play. He's, even if Mac Jones wins the job, Cam's going to play this season. Uh, I, I don't feel great about it, but I'll still take the over on 3,000 and Mac Jones. I'll say this about this team. I'm starting to get a bad vibe about them. And, and I know that the total on FanDuel is high at 9, minus 140 to the over. But they haven't shown me anything. And I love Mac Jones. I think he's the perfect quarterback for that type of scheme this year. But they don't have the pieces around him. I, I don't know if this team can get to nine wins this year where they are right now. They haven't shown me that they've evolved from the wide receiver position. I originally thought that, you know, Bill will figure it out. Bill and that defense will figure it out. They bring back Van Noy, a player that led them to that Super Bowl run a couple of years ago. But, but offensively, they, they look lost to me. And if they're going up against Buffalo twice and they're going up against a rejuvenated Miami offense, Tua looks good in the offseason. I don't know if they're going to just, you know, walk through that division like we think because it's Bill Belichick and he's the best coach in terms of the NFL modern day. And that's the biggest question mark for me. I think the books maybe established this line at nine saying, okay, it's very rare. Bill's not going to have two subpar years. He's, he's just too good. Well, maybe he's old. Maybe he is starting to get old, and we're giving him too much credit in the sense of he should look at his buddy, Nick Saban. He realized he couldn't win in terms of that type of way. He evolved at the quarterback position and then implemented some speed on the perimeter. Listen, I think Brian Belichick is great, but he needs players, and he just doesn't have the players right now. When we come back, we'll be talking about the NFC, Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Keep it where it is.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. The NFL preseason, we left off with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots talking about if Bill might be overrated at this point in his career, not taking away from the Super Bowls that he has won in New England in building the foundation of that team. But when you see Tom Brady move to Tampa, win a Super Bowl, and this New England Patriot offense at least struggling early on in the in the preseason, not an explosive type of offense, you might have some concerns in the 2021 campaign. When you look at Tom Brady and this Tampa Bay team, they are right now the best team in the NFC entering 2021. 11 and a half win total on FanDuel, juiced heavily to the over at minus 150. I was looking through some player props, George, in terms of the, this coming season about, you know, which player can really step up this year. You know, we saw Antonio Brown come over. We saw Gronk catch a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Actually, both of those players did. Brought over by Tom Brady. Antonio Brown's number this year very light 720 and a half and I'm thinking in that offense with Evans and Godwin he could be the third option but he could be a a lethal third option where he starts fast he could be a thousand yard receiver this year he certainly could be there are a lot of mouths to feed here a lot of mouths to feed I mean (coughs) Evans Godwin (coughs) Brown Gronk are the running backs Right, they, remember, they brought Giovanni, uh, Giovanni Bernard because Tom wanted someone like that. You know, he wanted his guy <laughs> out of the backfield who could catch passes. Do I think Brown gets 1,000? I certainly think he's capable of it. You know, but is he going to implode at some point during the season, too? Generally, I, I always wait for that, what's going to happen with him here. Um, I 
I like it. I, I like his over either way. There's a uh, when he's going to get to a thousand. I like his over because I think he's going to get yardage there. It's the way that Tom brought him on here. That they all might get their uh, their overs. By the way, uh, I think it's the way this, this offense is just built here. You know, I think Tom still has the chip on his shoulder. Still wants to show the NFL they all screwed up, and I think he wants to win those Super Bowl. No, and I really hope he doesn't. I'm just getting tired of seeing him in the Super Bowl. So give me the over on Brown. I think he will. I think he gets over yardage. Yardage total on FanDuel. I think he gets over a thousand. It's a different story here, but I th- certainly think he's capable of doing it. Well, FanDuel has him at seven twenty-five and a half at minus one twelve. DraftKings has him a little lighter. They have him at seven twenty. At least yesterday they did. I'll double check that. But but I mean, we do feel that Evans is still a number one option for him, right? Godwin's going to be there. He loves to eat, especially in clutch time. Even though he had some critical drops in the playoff win over the Washington football team. I mean, Antonio Brown, I mean, what is that over a 17-game season, assuming that Brown is healthy? I mean, you're not really asking for a whole lot in that offense. Uh, I don't think, I'll tell you this, I think out of all the options, I think Gronk this year is going to be the fourth option. I don't see Brady going to him early and often in the clutch, even in the regular season. I think playoff time is a different animal. That's where Gronk steps up, but in the regular season, I, I look for him to be be more utilized, even as an extra blocker, right? You want to get that running game going with Fournette, Ronald Jones. You still have Keyshawn Vaughn there. That could be a way that you feed Antonio Brown in the regular season, let him get his, and then in playoff time, you change it up. 43 yards to answer your question, by the way. That's it. That's what. Uh, that's, that's nothing. It. To get 725. 43 yards. You're absolutely right. It's three catches. Generally, three catches for Antonio Brown is going to surpass that amount. I think he can do that. Uh, certainly think he can do that, assuming he stays healthy for 17. Uh, I think you're right, though, about Gronk. I think you make an argument for even fifth option. I might put Giovanni Bernard ahead of him as well as far as uh, receptions at the end of the year. And I know that I'd be shocked, absolutely shocked, if Gronk plays 17, by the way. And we don't give Gronk enough credit, by the way. We think what a great pass catcher he is. No one can take him down. Uh, he's a fantastic run blocker. I mean, this is, he's fantastic. That's just why sometimes he doesn't run pass patterns out there because he's so good staying in, helping block there for Tom or the run game there. So uh, I read it the same way. Plus, it's O.J. Howard. Gronk's not going to play 75 plays. Not going to do that. Howard and Brates there. This team is just overloaded on offense at the skill position players. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. There are discrepancies in, in terms of the player props. So if you like them at 725, I, I have to be honest, DraftKings knocked them down now to 700 and a half. I really like that number. I mean, for Antonio Brown, seven hundred and a half, juiced at minus one fifteen to the over. I'll take my chances with that. I mean, that's a twenty yard discrepancy. That's value there for me. And you're talking about a player that, from a health perspective, he's healthy, right? He's there's no nagging injuries. There's no concerns about his helmet. No off the field issues. He got that out of the way over the last couple of years. He could be focused on being. Hey, I still have it. If Odell is is motivated in Cleveland, you don't think that Antonio Brown's going to be motivated to showcase that he potentially still has lightning in a bottle with Tom Brady in 2021? The yeah, Opie is, you know, I don't know how is he doing? does he want that big uh, another big contract? Is he that kind of guy? But he, he's not making big money anymore, as far as what a professional athlete gets paid. You know, he, uh, he keeps signing uh, one year three million dollar contracts. That's all he's making. So if he wants a big uh, a bigger deal, but he's also thirty three years old, uh, just turned thirty three, so those days are probably behind him anyway. But he seems to be content. 
You know, for what it's worth. We, as far as we know, no, there's nothing else going on for him right now, as far as we know. All right, seems to be content playing with Brady, winning uh, or possibly winning another Super Bowl. You know, not being the guy in Tampa Bay because he's not the guy. And I don't think that changes this year, by the way. I don't know if I'd say there is the guy in Tampa Bay. You know, I, don't, I think Evans is the best player of the group, but I don't think Brady's going to treat him as the guy. You know, he's always going to look his way. I don't think it's going to be. I think Brady's he's going to read. Okay, this one, hey, it goes to Godwin. This one goes to, to Evans. That's what the matchup's telling him. That's where the, the quarterback is away. They're not, they're not double covering this guy. I think Brady has seen every coverage, and that's how he's going to play, which is how he should play, right? You read the coverage. Okay, this one's for Brown. He's got single coverage against the third cornerback. You know, they're playing cover two. Who's running the intermediate route up the, uh, up the numbers? That sort of thing. Well, I'll tell you this right now in terms of Brown. If, if Brown gets his, Tom Brady could be due to an MVP type of season. I mean, 36.5 on FanDuel right now. Juice to the over in terms of that's touchdown passes at minus 125. Uh, we talk about Russell Wilson. We talk about Aaron Rodgers for the MVP. We talk about Pat Mahomes. He's got his Super Bowl. He's got seven Super Bowl rings. He's trying for number eight. Does he have an MVP in him this year? Is it potential? I mean, they have 31 players coming back in terms of experience, game game experience. You have one of the top defenses in the NFL, if not the best defense in the NFL, to give you the football and opportunities to score. Why aren't we all in? on potentially Tom Brady hoisting the MVP this coming season? It's a fair question. All right. Uh, can you get the 30, let's say 36 and a half touchdowns? That's pretty much two a game. He's a 12 to every, 1 shot, George, on FanDuel right now. Once every six games to get that third touchdown, that'll uh, reach it. Uh, reach you your 37 touchdowns. So, sure, I certainly think he can get that. But they don't need him to do that. That could be the question there. Uh, does he play 17? Maybe they don't need him the last week of the season. You know, maybe they've got everything clinched. But I think he plays at least 16 games. You know, I don't, so I'll, I'm, I'm confident with the 30, so six and a half. Uh, as far as MVP, I don't see him putting up the, the monster numbers. You just said it. They have a, a, a great defense. Maybe whether or not you think they're number one or not, it doesn't matter. They have a very good defense. They're not going to be behind the gates. So they need time to throw the ball 40 times. And I also think he could be on somewhat of a pitch count. They want to save him for the playoffs. They don't want him to throw that ball that many times. So I don't think he's, he's, he's not going to put up gross numbers. Oh, my God. Tom Brady threw at 5,800 yards. I don't see that. I think someone else is. You know, cause maybe it's Dak. Maybe it's Aaron Rodgers. You know, maybe it's Matthew Stafford. You know, where they, they go, just go out and put up silly numbers. Silly numbers. So that's why I wouldn't, I don't think it'll be Tom Brady for MVP. But it wouldn't shock me if he does. And uh, we didn't even talk about the guys in the AFC who might throw up silly numbers here. So I'll say no on MVP because they don't need him to do it. Well, think about this in terms of his passing touchdowns uh, total, which I just said was 36 and a half, right? So that's on DraftKings. Juice to the over at minus 125. FanDuel has him as the second-best number for most passing touchdowns behind Patrick Mahomes this year. Patrick Mahomes is plus 340 on FanDuel to throw the most touchdown passes this year, followed by Brady at plus 460, which is fantastic odds. Then Russell Wilson at plus 700. Then Aaron Rodgers at 850. Josh Allen at 10-1 to and Justin Herbert at 10-1. to and, and that's shocking. I can't... Justin Herbert, who threw 31 touchdowns last year to throw the most touchdowns in 2021, I, he's a 12 to one shot. Excuse me, 12 to one. 
I, I, I think that's a waste of money, even though he had a fantastic rookie year. That was by default because Anthony Lynn had nothing else to do. I'm not sold on a first-year coach. I'm not even sold on Austin Eckler. We can get into that. But, but just think about that. Plus 460 for Brady, right, on FanDuel, to second-best number, and then 36.5 at minus 125 to the over. I, I like the over. I like the over in terms of that assessment. If FanDuel is going to put him second overall, and you're going to give me 36.5 in terms of that number, which I think is light, I might bet, I might bet that prior to the season. Well, this is why you shop around, right? Get the best price you can uh, as far as that's concerned here. Uh, I think so, so, sort of like when you uh, look at uh, bets on certain teams. Cowboys, Steelers come to mind. Packers, Patriots. These are popular teams in the NFL, so their lines are always a little off because all FanDuel is trying to do, and any site's trying to do, is get people to bet the same amount on one side as the other, and they, get, they make a profit out of it. You know, so they're always showing, if Cowboys, everybody's a Cowboy fan, right? So many Cowboy fans, so those lines are always higher than they should be. Well, the Cowboys are always, you know, minus seven when they really should be minus three or minus four because there's so many Cowboy fans and it's a lot of late money that's going to come in on the Cowboys. And like I said, Steelers, Patriots, Packers are all teams like this. You know, Yankees in baseball, you go on and on, Lakers in basketball, uh, about teams that are always uh, like this. I think the players is the same thing. Tom Brady. Everybody knows Tom Brady. So many Tom Brady fans out there, right? Goat, greatest player, whole walking Hall of Famer, yellow jacket awaiting him. So I always take those numbers with a gr- little bit of a grain of salt there. That being said, I agree with you. You know, I think well, they are a little, uh, little light, little light. Well, on think Tom. about this. We talked about great players, right? Let's talk about potential players that suck this year, right? Because in terms of interceptions, FanDuel did a fantastic job in terms of their odds. Most regular season interceptions this year. Fitzpatrick leading the way at plus 460. Ben Rottenberger at plus 600, right? That's when Ben Roethlisberger turns into his arch arch nemesis Rottenberger when he's chucking INTs all over the place. Sam Darnold at plus 650. Carson Wentz at 10 to 1 shot. Zach Wilson 12 to 1. But then you go down a little bit deeper and this is the most intriguing to me. I know we had Lasix, but Jameis Winston a 26 to 1 shot. Assuming Jameis throws interceptions and starts the season, I guess maybe he's a 26 to 1 shot because Sean Payton ain't going to wait that long. He's going to yank him if he starts the year and all of a sudden he starts throwing INTs, he'll turn to Taysom Hill. That's the problem. That's why I can't go with Jameis. Because Sean Payton won't let him do that. Just won't let him do it. Uh, I sort of lean towards one of the rookies here. Uh, I think Wilson How about makes Jones? A lot of... Daniel Jones is 26-1. to 1. I don't mind Jones. I think Jones is a good shot, too. I'm looking for somebody who uh, has, is turnover prone and is not going to get replaced. All right? Who, who's the Giants' backup? Really? Anybody? No. He's Glennon. Mike Glennon. He's not he getting sucks. replaced. Right. right. He, he's not an answer. Wilson right. on the Jets. Same thing. There's no one else there. So he has to play. All right, so he could be somebody. It won't be Mac Jones because if Mac Jones is throwing interceptions, they'll go to camp. Right? It, it won't be like Carson Lance Wentz. San Fran. I think yeah, Wentz. Co- I think Wentz is an option here too because uh, if Wentz is healthy to start, which we think he's going to be, they're not going away from him. When we come back, we'll wrap it up with the Week One line of the day: Joe Lisi and George Kurtz.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Wrapping up today's show, we just left off talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, talking about players that could throw the most interceptions in 2021. Well, there's some line movement week one. We know that Tampa Bay opened up as a six and a half point favorite over the Cowboys. Now on FanDuel, George, they're giving you seven and a half. No respect for Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys week one. It's touchdown Tom. It's those 31 players coming back. All Joe Public buying in to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. It's hard to find any reason not to bet Tampa Bay other than the high point total, right? I like the over in this game much more than uh, taking seven and a half on Dallas. Dak is sore shoulder, banged up. I can't say this up. His numbers against playoff teams are horrific. You know, he's a, a compiler against bad teams. He'll put up big numbers, but against playoff teams, his numbers fall off the table here. It's the biggest thing we're waiting for with Dak. Uh, so other than the injury, it's what I'm waiting for. Before I'm really going to say that he's a great, great quarterback, because I was iffy on re-signing him as well. I understand, understood what Dallas was doing here. I need him to, uh, to see him play well, not as well as against bad teams. No one does that. But you can't fall off the table. But you're terrible against the better ones. That's the issue here. Can he perform against good teams? Well, FanDuel is going to give you a minus 120 if you take that touchdown and a hook right there. If you want to take Tampa Bay minus the 7.5, they're, they're going to give you a plus 100. Total inched a little bit lower. It's set at 50.5, minus 110 either way. Some other line moves early on. You look at San Francisco still sitting pretty at 7.5. That Seattle line with Carson Wentz now eyeing a return week one. Seattle was like a 2.5 point favorite on FanDuel. Now only laying a point at minus 110 either way. I think, I'll tell you this right now, Seattle, Russell Wilson on the road, I don't care if Nelson plays, Carson Wentz plays, you could put 22 players out there. I'm still taking Seattle on the road in the Dome. I don't care. I think they're the better team and more physical, George. How do you see that one playing out before we go to break? Same as you. I don't think it's any different. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll break down all the weekend's action in the preseason. For George Kurtz, I'm Joe Lisi. Have a great day, everyone. The most- 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.